What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there, welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna and I am thrilled to have you this week. So we are in our fourth episode of the series, Declutter Your House. So if you haven't listened to the other three episodes, make sure to go back and do that. And I would say that this is not the easiest one to start with because we're going to talk about closets and bedrooms today. And sometimes clothes can bring up a lot of emotions for people. So if you're just getting started in the series, go back and listen to bathrooms or kitchens um, and also listen to the intro to the series to give yourself just a little time to kind of practice decluttering before you start this one. All right. So if you haven't done that, go back and do that. Also, if you haven't invited a friend to do this with you, it does make it easier to have somebody go through the process with you. So if you know somebody who would like to go ahead and invite them to do this series with you so you guys can do it together. Now, today we are going to talk about closets and bedrooms. Now, the majority of the decluttering in a bedroom usually happens in the closet, um, but there are, of course, other things in your bedroom that you can get rid of. We often use our bedrooms as a place to store things. I am totally guilty of this. Um, but remember the purpose of your bedroom is to be relaxing. So you get a good night's sleep and good rest for your daily life. So if we can make sure that we have that as our main focus for our bedroom, then it's easier to get rid of things that have just kind of lived there for a while. So the end goal is to have your favorite things, the clothes and items that make you feel good and nothing more, nothing that doesn't fit nothing that makes you feel guilty, nothing you haven't worn in years, and so on and so on and so on. So clothing can be one of the hardest things to deal with because we have a lot of emotion tied up in our clothes and often have a lot of clothes, making it feel daunting to declutter these items. So again, start by taking it all out. As you take it out, put it in piles with like items. This is going to help you see how many coats you have, how many dresses you have, how many leggings, how many jeans, etc. You really can't see the abundance of stuff until you see it all. So if you have tubs of maternity clothes or seasonal clothes or anything else, it's important to go through those things too, even if you store them somewhere else. Let's tackle all the clothing at once. 
So you're always going to gravitate towards things you like and things you feel good in. When you go to your closet and you get dressed each day, that's what you're going to gravitate towards. If you've purchased things because you liked the idea of it, or you wanted to be that size again, or you saw a friend in a similar item and you loved it, but you've never worn it, there's a good chance you won't ever wear it. We often hold on to things thinking we're going to wear it because we do love it. It looks pretty. We love the color or something, but then we don't actually wear it. It's probably because you're not comfortable in it or you don't like the way you look in it. So it's okay to get rid of those things, the things that you're just holding on to just in case. The biggest hurdle you'll likely come across as you tackle your clothing is feeling the guilt of making the purchase in the first place. The thing you have to remember is the money was already spent. We talked about this in the bathroom episode. The item itself doesn't actually hold any value. It's just a piece of fabric and you are not getting any value out of it if if it's just sitting there, but somebody else probably could. So the value would actually be in it if you transferred it to somebody who used it. But right now, as it sits in your closet, there is no value there. So I want you to remember that. That guilt of spending money and not using it is something that I feel a lot. Um, But having a budget and sticking to it and saving our money is something my husband and I feel really strongly about. And so when I waste money on something that I don't actually ever use, I do feel guilty. I feel that. But remember the best thing you can do is to learn from it so that you are really purposeful with those purchases in the future because just holding on to it and realizing that guilt over and over and over is not helping you nor is it bringing that money back okay so transfer that value to somebody else who could actually get value from it or if it's something really nice you might be able to get a few dollars back for it by selling it on facebook marketplace or craigslist or something like that Now, do remember, sometimes it's, you know, not the best idea to sell your stuff and have people come to your homes and all that. So take your precautions as necessary. Um, But sometimes it feels just as good to donate it to somebody who could use it. Now, I want you to also try to keep items that are going to last. Things you love to wear that aren't too trendy and will remain relevant for longer than a few weeks. Keep the items that are made well and you know you can wear in a variety of different situations. You can dress it up or down for work or everyday use. So if you are trying to pare down your closet, you'll get the most out of your clothes if they are not going to be out of style in a couple weeks, if they're well made, and if you can wear them for different occasions. Something I had struggled with when I started staying home is keeping my teaching clothes when all I was really wearing were jeans and leggings. So most of my closet was taken up by clothes that I no longer needed. So I had left my teaching position when my third child was born and I didn't know when I'd go back. I knew I probably would, but I just didn't know when that would be for our family. And I struggled getting rid of those clothes because I knew that I would probably need them again. I felt bad getting rid of them and I didn't know when or if I was going to go back to work. But as time went on, I opted for simplicity. I kept a couple things I loved and would wear if I needed something a little nicer and I just got rid of the rest. 
I knew I'd probably want to purchase a few things if I started a new job and I gave myself permission to get rid of those things. I ended up giving them or most of them to a colleague of mine who chose a few things she liked and then um, donated the rest and I felt good about that and it made my closet so much simpler. I wasn't searching through clothes that I wasn't going to be wearing for who knew how long. So if you're holding on to things that you don't actually wear right now and do not know when you will use them again, um, allow yourself to get rid of them or store them if you have the space for that. Get them out of your closet that you're trying to get dressed from every day. Also, as you look through your clothes and decide what to keep, set aside items that do not fit you well and make you feel good right now. So as well as items that you will never wear because they don't fit your current lifestyle right now. So just like I was just saying, the teaching clothes didn't fit my current lifestyle, so I was able to get rid of them. Um, now, as most of you know, I have gone back to teaching and I actually enjoyed going shopping for a couple new things um, to start my teaching again. So I was glad that I had gotten rid of those and didn't hold on to them and was able to go purchase a couple new things to start teaching again. So, you know, let yourself just keep the things that currently fit your lifestyle and the things that you feel really good in. So set aside those things that don't make you feel well or don't fit you very well and that you're not currently using. And once you've set those things aside, you'll be left with such a smaller amount of clothing that you may actually enjoy wearing. So getting dressed will feel so much easier. The next step is to look at the remaining clothes and make a pile of the clothes you've worn in the last three weeks. The reason I say this is because my guess is that you've worn the same few outfits over and over again. We all do this. Those are your favorites. Those are the items that make you feel the best. So take a minute to think about why you love those items. Is it how they fit, how they make you feel, the colors, the style? As you decide if there's other items you want to keep or if you want to go purchase a few new items, keep those things in mind. This is how you create a closet that's full of things you love and that you're going to wear again and again. Once you've kind of narrowed down the clothes that you will wear all the time and you know why you love them so that you can continue to only purchase items that you love for your closet, decide what works best for you as far as organizing your space. If you like to have like colors together, do that. So if you like your closet to look organized by color, go ahead and do that. If you prefer to have like items together, such as all your dresses, your sweaters, your blouses, etc., go ahead and do that. The point is to make it easy and efficient for you so you can maintain it. So when you do your laundry, it's easy to put things away. When you get dressed in the morning, it's easy to find them. Think about what works best for you and your lifestyle. And remember, there's no magic number of items in your closet. However, the less items you have, the less laundry you have to do, the less you have to fold and hang, and the easier it is to get dressed in the morning. So shoot for the smallest possible size wardrobe for you. All right. Now, the rest of your bedroom is a little bit like other rooms in your house. The areas I want you to focus on in your bedroom are your nightstand, whatever's right next to your bed. Make that as simple as possible and your surfaces. So the tops of your dressers or if you have a desk in there, any surface. 
these are the things you're going to wake up looking at. And if there's a bunch of clutter for you to see right when you wake up or right as you're trying to go to sleep, it makes it harder to relax in that space. Also, if you store things under your bed, make it so that these items aren't visible to your eye. So use a bed skirt or something around your bed so that you don't have to look at those items every single day and see the clutter. So it's okay to store stuff under your bed. I have stuff stored under our bed in the space that I'm in right now. We don't have much storage space, although I'm hoping that um, whenever we land in our permanent house that we can have beds that have no bed skirts and have absolutely nothing under them. But in our current state, we do store things underneath our bed and we use some um, under the bed tubs to do so. And so we do try to keep the space very organized and then we have a bed skirt to hide that clutter. So if it's not visual to your eye, it will make your space feel more relaxing. So if you need to store stuff under your bed, that's totally fine, but find an organized way to do it and try to hide the clutter. Okay, now on your nightstand as you're thinking through that space, put only what you're actually going to need on your nightstand. For instance, you might need an alarm clock. You might have a book that you're reading and you read for a couple minutes every night before you go to bed, or you might have a glass of water that you like to keep there. But don't have a pile of paperwork or things you didn't get to that day or anything like that because that is going to add stress to your life. And that is an area that you want to maintain as simple as possible. And then as far as your flat surfaces, again, that's just like any other space in your home, like your counters and other areas that just tend to get piles of clutter. A lot of times clutter just gravitates towards these flat spaces. And so look at what is getting piled up there and think about where you could put that or what routine you could put in place to minimize that from happening so that you don't have clutter all over your flat surfaces. Use dresser drawers or um, you know, get rid of it altogether or don't store it in your bedroom if possible. Use shelves in your closet if you can. So whatever you can do to minimize that clutter on your flat spaces is going to really make an impact for you um, as you think about your bedroom as a relax relaxing space. The other thing I want you to think about is the visual clutter that could be on your walls or knickknacks that you have. In your bedroom especially, make sure it is stuff you love to look at. So I have um, any little crafts that my kids have made me that I just really cherish. I have a little space that I keep those things in there because it brings me joy to look at them. Um, I have a little note from my daughter taped to my mirror that she left me one morning. So things like that, that's not visual clutter to me. That's something that really brings me joy each day that I see it. And so this is an important space to have some of those special things that help you to have a good day, help you to remember, you know, why you do all the things that you do all day long and just make your life better. This is a great space for those things, but anything else you can get rid of. Don't hold on to a bunch of knickknacks just to decorate. If they don't mean anything to you, get rid of them. Make this a simple space 
that makes you feel happy. All right. So if you are just starting again with this series, make sure you don't start with your clothing. Okay. You can start with your bedroom, but don't start with your clothing. Go back and listen to the bathroom and kitchen episodes um, because clothing is usually pretty challenging for people. But I do hope that you're going to walk through each of these spaces and I would love to continue to motivate you. So make sure to send me a message on Instagram or tag me in photos of your progress so I can cheer you on. Well, I cannot wait to see what you accomplish. Go ahead and go get started. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.